I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Have you ever watched an apocalyptic sci-fi movie and wondered, could any of this really happen? I'm Carrie Bechet, and on Hypothetical, we explore what-if questions two ways, through speculative science fiction and through insight from the world's most brilliant scientists. And spoiler alert, your favorite sci-fi movies aren't nearly as far-fetched as you may think. Time travel with me into our possible futures on Hypothetical. New episodes every Tuesday available on all podcast apps. That's Hypothetical, H-Y-P-E-R-T-H-E-T-I-C-A-L. I'm Kate Moldenhauer. And we love, love scams. scams. I think that was my first time doing an intro with you, so I was a little you rusty know what? on that one. And I didn't at all let you even perfect it. We're keeping it <laughs> rusty. We're keeping it real. No, that's fine. That's fine. This is life. We love scams. I love scams. I love you. Aww. I love our scam spondents. I love you too, Katie. I'm so happy to be here. Yes, me too. It's so good and refreshing. Uh, I also love the scam spondents. I just wanted to, I oh, didn't yeah. want them to be left hanging. No. Know. My God, no. <laughs> you guys are literally my lifeline. Like, what's what's my job without you? They do the work. That's for sure. They do the work. We called and we said, can you do the homework for us? And they said yes, because I truly believe that there's an element to being an adult post-college, post-graduate or whatever, post-high school, you just go like, I think I want to do a tiny bit of homework. Not a lot of homework. I love homework. I said that to my therapist the first time I met him. I was like, <laughs> give me as much homework as possible. And he gives me books and worksheets and things to stop doing. <laughs> I love it. I love a therapist that does like that gives you the text. Yeah. That you can just like get your hands on. Yes. Yes, because exactly. We had so much homework as kids. Like every day you came home and you, oh my God, you, you couldn't really relax. You knew you had homework to do. Even if you had your orange juice and crackers, you're like, I got to get back to that homework. Question. Yeah. Did you scam your way out of homework ever? 
I did for church, which is a whole nother story. <laughs> and I didn't, I scammed my way out of it in college when I got really smart. I could scam my way and get extensions on things. Oh, sure. Because of my emotional, uh, emotional needs. And I had a political science teacher who I was going to get a minor in political science and then I just got stoned the last year of college. But sure. I was very close to We all did. Uh, I was close to a political science minor, and he was so nice. He gave me all these extensions because he knew I was in the acting department, and he was like, oh, I had an actress as a girlfriend once. It's rough. And so because he was intimidated by actresses, I got longer extensions on all my projects. And I was like, you know what? God. You are absolutely right. It is rough. I didn't, I didn't explain, like, maybe he was dating specifically a psychopath that had nothing to do with being an actress. Yeah. I just like, I just went with it. Oh, you used that trauma for your own benefit. I appreciate that. I was like, if you're going to generalize all the actresses, I'm going to make bank on this generalization. Oh my gosh. I had like a a, a team scam going on with my mom for my homework. (gasps) I love it. What is that? I was technically in special education. Right. Uh, you're dyslexic, so you understand. You get yes. put in special education for things that are normal. I wish I was. They didn't figure it out for oh, me. So. I, 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 my mom's a teacher, so I got diagnosed with stuff early. It. But uh, when you're in special education, you get like a special, you get like a, an addendum to your permanent record. An, I love uh, it. An, ed, an IEP, individual education, whatever. Uh, and on my IEP, it said that I'm very forgetful. <gasps> So often I just would be like, oh, I forgot to do homework, but it's on my IEP. And my mom signed off on it and was like, oh, yeah, she's very forgetful. It's part of her disability. <laughs> she's great. Who cares? I mean, kids, all kids are different. Like they should be accommodated for. Yeah, so I said, who cares? You said all kids are different. No, I mean, <laughs> who cares about education? No, I, I agree. <laughs> Not this country. That's for sure. That's so funny. I also love that she's my mom gave me mental health days, which was like the most oh, luxurious that's thing. So wonderful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And on those days, we would go shopping, go out to lunch and just like connect. And obviously I had a teetering mental health, as you all can hear. Thank God I'm medicated. But she was like, my daughter needs a break from this chaos called middle school. Mm -hmm. And now in my life, I try to live my life every day like a mental health day. (laughs) Like I try to give myself a reward all the time. All the time. And shopping being one of them. Yes. Yeah, me too. That's how I operate. (laughs) That's how I operate. Maybe that's like a a child of the 80s thing. But my mom always rewarded me with shopping. The mall. The mall. The most comforting experience. Yeah. Also, as a mom now, I wish that we were like steps away from a mall because everything's there. Think of how you can bribe your kid to get them to the mall. So you can say, if you do this task, you will get this. If you do this homework or wash your dishes or whatever it is, then you get to the mall and then you get to run your errands, bitch. Yes, I get to get my staple supplies. <laughs> There's so many small pleasures at the mall, too. Just being there, like the smell of the pretzel place. I was going to say smell some candles. The fountain. Walk by an orange Julius. Yes. Like, it, it heals us all. It does. It really does. <laughs> and that's what's wrong with what's happening right now in the world. Besides so many other things is we aren't currently healed by malls as much as we need to be. And their aromas. We can't with masks. You it. can't be exposed to like the aromas, the sense memories that heal you. Oh, yes. But thank God. God, some people cannot smell my breath because I've been trying to eat raw garlic oh, for my no. health and I'm disgusting. <laughs> Alan's like, are you a hot dog? Like, he just was like, what? <laughs> what happened? And I was like, no, I just ate raw garlic. And he's like, 
why? <laughs> Wait, he asked if you were hot. Did he like smell your breath? And he was like, you smell like hot. Yeah, he's dog. like, you smell like a hot dog, like a hot dog <laughs> stand in New York City. Very specific. And I was like, no, I am not a hot dog at the moment. But the garlic inside is cleansing me. So I that's love. That's love. He smelled you and told you the truth. And I, ugh, that's so wonderful. You know, you know, some people want it to be like, honey, you smell wonderful no matter what. But Alan was like, no, I have to report the truth. And you smell like a hot dog stand. Yeah. And he's like, you since you've had that garlic, you've smelled like a hot dog for hours. <laughs> it, didn't, it didn't go away. And that's important. <laughs> oh, apologies. I got a, a phone call for spams. Me too. They're wild and I love them. They so. always say that I have some sort of account balance in loans and I've never taken out a loan because I have s- such a risky history in my life. So I was like, I, you're talking to the riskiest lady. I don't have any loans. I'm frequently daily left voicemails about how I am under investigation for fraud. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And I need to call back immediately. <laughs> Thank God. Guys, you can hear it here first. We don't listen to any of those phone calls. We might actually be under investigation, but we'll never know. I might be, but I don't think so. You know, if it was, it was was an innocent mistake. I didn't mean to fraudulate anyone. We could scam our way out of that quickly. (laughs) Oh, yeah, totally. I mean, being a woman, the beautiful part is you can always um, access that that dumb quality. Like, I don't Mm -hmm. know numbers and math. Tears. Use it to your advantage. My voice. Your voice. Yes. Yeah. It's a skill. People think I'm a chipmunk person. And I'm like, well, I'm also scamming you (laughs) (laughs) while I'm taking my acorns back to my home. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's like you're doing sleight of hand while you're talking super fast. Constantly. Well, today I was describing. So every day I call my mom after I take my son to school and I was speaking to her and my husband goes, you were speaking so fast to your mom. I couldn't believe that you were getting all of your words out and that she understood anything. And he said, so I just sort of let you finish. She's like, I don't want to add to the conversation because I was like, she's got a lot going on. She's got a lot to unpack. And I did. I think people are too critical because I also have been told that I talk really fast. And especially when I'm talking to my mom on the phone, my husband says I yell talk because I'm like literally screaming. And also my mom is screaming like we of course and not mad. We're just very loud. That's the way you communicate. I spoke so quickly as a kid that I would like trip up on words and I still do. And thank God people are still listening to this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) But but it's efficiency for me. Like Mm -hmm. I think about it economically. You have relayed more information in a shorter period of time. True. And like I yell talk, so I'm never misheard. So (laughs) I I don't. (laughs) And if you are, it's their fault. Yes. It's because I yelled it at you. And my mom yells it at me. And let me tell you, we always hear each other. (laughs) Oh, that's gorgeous. Yeah. That's really Mm -hmm. gorgeous. I like that. I like that as a comfort. (laughs) You'll Mm -hmm. never stop screaming. (laughs) I. (laughs) It's amazing. So my uh, quick story, my aunt was like, uh, I think I've talked to her a little bit, but my aunt was a sad actress who never made it and was really bored and wanted children. Oh, you've mentioned her before. I have. I have. (laughs) The reason for my existence, reasons for my guilt. Yeah. All about that. So she, I had this memory that she used to have a sit down in a Barnes and Noble or Borders books when it was still that we would sit and have like a hot chocolate and a muffin. And she just wanted me to emote everything out and like connect emotionally so deeply because she wanted to be a part of our lives. She was in Baltimore. We were in Bethesda. So she wanted me to give her like a quick spark notes. Is that the Mm -hmm. word? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
yeah. of my, you know, experience as a teenager. So we would just sit and emote like crazy. And I realized that's how I make friends. <laughs> I go, nice to meet you. Can you tell me every emotional experience you've ever had? <laughs> and that's also how how I think I make friends. And and I can make Ooh, friends yeah. very quickly because I mm-hmm. want to know the shit. And, you know, was my aunt doing something damaging? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. But also helpful. I compl- I a hundred Katie. I 100% relate to that. We maybe are the same person in a lot of ways. I was hanging out with a friend recently uh, who I hadn't seen in like three years. And she told, and I can't remember what it was, so it won't bring color to the story. But she told me that I told her something in the first week that we knew each other that was like so personal. And I literally said out loud, my God, what am I just telling people? And I realized (laughs) I do that. I tell people super hyper personal, intimate stuff because I want them to tell me stuff about themselves. I'm like, who cheated on whom? Okay, (laughs) let me know. Like what part of your which parent made you feel the most insecure? You know what I mean? I want to know immediately. (laughs) What did your therapist just say you need to work on? Because it's probably the same thing I have to work on. Let's work on it together. Yeah. And I don't know if that's like bad making people vulnerable so I can be friends with them. But people seem to like being friends with me. So it's fine. (laughs) People people love being friends with you, Kate. They are obsessed with being (laughs) friends with you. And I it's true. And I think also that there's especially in New York's element, a New York based element where Mm -hmm. you go, there are so many people, you walk by so many people all day long. Can we just cut through the bullshit and tell me what your demons are so that we can move forward and order our coffee quickly? Efficiency, efficiency. We're not talking about the weather. I want to hear about your trauma. No, yes, I don't care (laughs) about your shirt or your dress. Uh, Literally, New Yorkers, and maybe most people I know because I gravitate towards them, we hate small talk. Like, you cannot stand it. It's like nails on a chalkboard when someone talks about the weather. Yes. Guess what? We are all experiencing it. Walk outside. That's the weather. Why are you talking to me about it? Okay. Unless you want to get into a conversation about climate change, but you better get there fast. It better not just be like, oh, it's hot. I just shut down. Yeah. I just Mm. realized that like we were with friends that we hadn't seen in a while and I just Mm -hmm. got real quiet. This has been a new thing with COVID. And I wonder um, if you guys listening had this too. So we won't see friends for a very long time. It'll be months and months. Of course, all of us had that. And then when you meet up, I'm so used to talking to them regularly Mm -hmm. about what's happening. And we're all like abreast of, again, all of our deep emotional (laughs) feelings that we'd love to talk about. At yeah. nauseum. Yeah. So when I don't see them for a while, then we meet up. I have this like like tightness where I don't want to talk about small talk. I want to say like, did your marriage survive COVID? <laughs> but I haven't seen them <laughs> recently. So I feel also like not really. So yeah. I just stopped talking. Like what was your darkest place <laughs> yes, in the I last just six months? Stopped talking. I don't do that. I just jump right into it. I have friends I haven't seen in, in months and I just go. So uh, I love a preamble. So I'll be mm-hmm. like, this might be a little intense, but how's your mom and dad? I heard they were getting divorced. Like I just get, <laughs> yeah. dig right in. I should try a preamble. Why not? I should throw it out there. I give them, a, I pause. I go, this might yeah. be a little intense. And if they don't want it, they can stop me. They can stop you. Nobody has successfully stopped me, but you know. They, they won't. But, I mean, it's, <laughs> you put it out there for their opportunity and comfort, and it then you just breeze right through it. It also going. makes it turns it around. Like it makes it their fault if they don't stop me from saying, <laughs> You dumbass friend, if you don't stop me within three seconds, I'm prying in. But that's I'm what you should do with question. your friends. That's what friendship is. 
You're absolutely right. God, I love this. Guys, it's been a while since we've had a real tight catch up on ScamWow because we've been trying to provide you with the good scams. We're trying to give you the good scams you need. Trying to give you the content. But guys, I have to say, uh, Kate and I discovered a really funny Patreon discovery. (laughs) So in Patreon, if you guys want, it's so fun. You can subscribe to... It's like $5 a month or more or less, and you can mm-hmm. get specific detail. Like, you can get extra bonus content. So mm-hmm. bonus content. if we're away, if we miss a week or something, or if we just want to talk at nauseam about my son getting into school and how scammy that whole thing was, it's sure. all on Patreon. So we have a new Patreon patron, Shannon. Shannon, thank you so much. And Shannon, the scam I have for you... <laughs> are the other Patreon patrons <laughs> who have signed up for monthly access and then quickly rescinded their... I, I feel it. like they sign up and then they listen to all the extra episodes within that month and, and then they're like, brilliant. Done. That's brilliant. I, I love it. I love it. I, so your fellow Patreon patrons will all sign up. They'll download as much content as they can. Love it. Get their fix and then get back off Patreon. So then... They can throw a five bucks in, but they're not going to have this like reoccurring charge, which is yeah, good for you guys. Smart, good for you guys. Good scammers. Good As little a scam scammers. Community, we are proud of you for doing that. Now, would we like the money? Would we like the you know, money? I, yeah, would, do I love? Course, I love the money. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, is unemployment ending? I love it. Ooh. But also, that's not what I have to commend is the wonderful tenacity and really being on top of your bills. So I appreciate that, guys. Oh, my God. Yeah. The subscriptions that I don't stop because I just don't check on them. And they they are on top of a five dollar. Good for them. On top of five bucks. Now, are we going to lose all of our Patreon patrons (laughs) right now because I mentioned that? Yeah. Yeah. Did I just shoot us in the foot? I did. Oh, yeah, you did. It's filled with love and joy. And it's a wonderful community. And we cannot thank you guys enough for helping us because it makes a huge difference. Mm You can shop from anywhere doing pretty much anything. You might shop while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast. And however you shop, we all know and love the thrill of the hunt. But do you also know how to get the thrill of the best deals? Because Rakuten shoppers do. With Rakuten, they get the deals they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Sephora, Nike, and even Expedia if you're looking to get some travel in. And getting cash back doesn't mean you have to miss out on sales because those can just be stacked right on top. It's easy to use and based on a simple idea. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back through PayPal or check. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. So, 
Katie, I feel like you have some scam stories, right? Oh my God. From your recent life that you want to share. Okay. Scam stories. So this is the Lewis going to school. First of all, New York City, de Blasio decided, Mayor Bill de Blasio? I don't know. But he's, I know everyone hates him. (laughs) Everyone's mad at him. So don't know why. Okay. So I'll, I'll restart. Okay. So in New York City, Mayor de Blasio created this brand new program that's actually great. A reason why people suddenly don't hate him. It's It was actually a oh. good program. It's okay. a good thing. So they have universal pre-K for a lot of kids. Oh, so yes. before kindergarten. Mm-hmm. Now they're making universal 3K. So a three-year-old goes oh. to free childcare where it used to just start at four years old. Okay. Four-year-old is pre-K. 3K is three-year-old. Yeah. And... Awesome. They did this because Corona hit New York City so intensely, as it did the yeah. whole country, that parents can get back to work, which is literally the only reason Kate and I can record this now, because I have free time. There's not a toddler running around. Ugh. So it is wonderful. Yeah. But the trick is they give you. Oh, my God. Look how much I'm sweating, Kate. I'm so excited. <laughs> uh, so gross. <laughs> oh, I'm um, They what they give for you for free and it sounds exciting because it's free is monday through friday 8 a.m to 2 p.m child care for free wow which is incredible which is incredible that's life-changing for a lot it's of life-changing people. right mm-hmm. but if you had let's say for example postpartum depression and didn't leave your house for an entire year that your first sure. <laughs> son was born sure. named lewis and then for example yeah. corona hit and for two years you weren't allowed to leave your house because of the coronavirus right. and right. let's say just for example your babysitter quit and also you have no family members example. in the area just, just for yeah, example this is a hypothetical right let's say for example you're the only person you and your husband <laughs> in a tiny apartment who's taking care of your son and then you right. say go over to school <laughs> He was like, you abandoned him out of school. You guys, yeah. (laughs) I also was like, this is bonkers. Like, I can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't just like. I know kids are flexible, kids are malleable, but going from nothing. Not immediately, though. I mean, yeah, there's still, yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, all we talk about is all of our trauma and our therapy. So I'm trying to get on top of his trauma, which might be me scamming myself. But I'm like trying to get. You might just be. He might be imagining trauma now, right? Like, right. I'm just like, is this traumatic? Because he's like, mom loves this. So I'm like trying to kind of hedge it and make it a graceful transition. Mm-hmm. But then they said, if your kid doesn't go to the school, the regular hours, the Department of Education will give your spot to another kid. No. Yes. But to be fair, that family might need it. Maybe that yeah. mom is working full time and she really needs yeah. 100% that kid out. So yeah. except, um, yes, that's wonderful. But Apparently, all of the kids are having a really hard time getting back. They're yeah, all of just like they're all COVID this is babies. Nuts. Yes, yeah. So Lewis started going, and I, as a mom, was very much like, I don't want to push this. I know that he might lose a spot, whatever, but I yeah. don't care. Like I just, I want I get it yeah. to be what's right for him. We started a Thursday and a Friday, which is nice. You could kind of ease into it. And then the next Monday, we explained he had to go back. And he was like, why? I don't want to go back. And he was sick. So he actually had to stay home. Then yeah. Tuesday, we tried to get him to go. And he cried so much, he threw up. Oh, gosh. So he couldn't go on Tuesday because you have to sign all this, like, COVID material. This might be super boring. You can cut this. Back. No, I'm, I'm, <laughs> okay. yes, you I'm, 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 I'm locked in. <laughs> We couldn't let him come in if he had a cold. And so the next day he's like, I might have a cold. (laughs) And we were like, no, Lois, like you can't. I don't want him to start scamming the system already. 
you know, he's just three. And and he says, like, Mom, I might have a fever. And he doesn't, oh but he knows that if you have a fever. Yeah, but you're so proud of him, aren't you? I'm so <laughs> proud of him. My neighbors are proud of him. Brandon, who's listening, was like, that kid's smart. Like, all the whole mm-hmm. community is very proud of him. Also, he goes to school and you have a rest time because they're three. So they have like a nap time and then two more hours. Well, Lou could only stay until 12 after lunch. And he says he doesn't need to rest there because, thank you, I already have my own bed at home. (laughs) (laughs) Because they pull out little cots and they go, Louis, this has your name on it. And he goes, oh, thank you so much. But I I have my own right right at home. It's it's a Paw Patrol (laughs) race car bed. It's fine. (laughs) <laughs> like, thank you so much for thinking of me, but I don't need this. He's a man of class. He's like, I don't need that cot. I don't need that right now. My sweet little toddler body only can do Paw Patrol beds. Like, I know myself. <laughs> my, toddler, my toddler body is booked. I've got a great Paw Patrol bed waiting for me at home. Yeah. Did you? Do they not have beds? I hang out with my cool parents. I don't need to hang out with you guys. I don't know you. <laughs> well, he also said, Mom, it's so much more fun with you. And I was like, yes, it is. Never forget that. <laughs> I mean, never, please go never. <laughs> please go to school, but just so you know. Never forget. Your mother is your best friend. That's incredibly validating <laughs> that life with me is way more fun. And it should be. Yeah. And every yeah. day should be the best. And so And the minute it's not fun, you tell me and we tell me that. and we are taking you right out of school. <laughs> the second Miss What's Her Face is cooler than me, we're gonna do something. Absolutely not. No, it's it is good and I'm really enjoying it. And it's so funny. And we give him then I've conned myself in this experience and I give him a gift when he comes home, like he gets a little prize or something. So yesterday he was like, Where's my prize? <laughs> and I was like, oh. The toy store is closed <laughs> today. Yeah. And tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Teach him to deal with like the, you know, the intricacies of the real world. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, disappointment at my level, like not disappointment at the teacher's level. I'm like, if there's a problem, I'll give it to him. OK, I'll yeah. give him a complex. <laughs> we did talk to the owner of the school and she was like, you know, a lot of kids are having a lot of trouble coming back. It's so normal. Sure. Lewis, maybe more than the average. <laughs> I was like, yeah, because yeah. he's highly sensitive, as I've said on this podcast, yeah. highly smart. She basically said Lewis feels so comfortable with his parents. He has to feel that the teachers are like his new comfort. So I basically. No, no, yeah. I, 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 no. No, listen, I think all children should have a healthy disrespect for authority. (laughs) So let's keep it that way. Well, I was like, okay, if Miss What's-Her-Face becomes his new mommy at school, that's fine if he needs a mommy. Like, he might still need a mommy. No, he doesn't. He's got you, Katie. (laughs) His mommy quota is it's I'm a lot of mommy, I'll say. You're a I'll lot say. of mommy. <laughs> and the second I did, like we dropped him off at school, I was like, whoops, I need six more babies. Like I need to like fill my yeah. mama pool. You're overflowing of mom. I need you to are, keep yeah, giving yeah, it. Yeah. You are a mom right. spring. I yeah. really am just gushing mom. So I really I I'm seeing how I'm handling this. Also, I'm being overflowing with mom, I did email every single parent in the class and introduce myself because... Great. Oh, my God. Because this is me, but I couldn't (laughs) meet anyone during drop-off because I cried so much the first day they had to cart me off delicately. Did you write that in the email? I did. I just was like, let's stop crying. I'm a big crier and I cried so much the first day of school. I haven't been able to meet any of you. Excuse me. You've never met me, but I need you to know that I had a mental breakdown and that's why I I couldn't say hello. Me and my emotional son were both crying. They pulled me away and he had a tough day. So can we be friends? Let me just start it. Will you please be friends with me? Real honest. (laughs) And somebody was like, I'm an emotional basket case too. And can I be your mom? (laughs) 
<laughs> Do you have any extra children that you need a break from that I'll, I offered to babysit my friend's two-year-old because Lewis was in school? What are you thinking? No, don't no, know. don't do that. Don't know what I was no. thinking. Don't know. But yeah, I'm so Alan takes Lewis to school. Mm-hmm. Because I cry so much, I can't be there. So sure. I say mommy has to go to work or mommy has to go to a doctor's appointment, which will yeah. be very concerning if he's constantly telling his teachers mom's always at the doctor. <laughs> so I leave the house before they go to school and I say I have to go. And I walk around the block so that Alan and he can do it just at a very, I know when my presence creates too much <laughs> enough to say, let mommy leave the building, hugs and kisses, and then Alan takes him to school, which is around the block. And he's such a calm element. Like, what Alan a good so team good. member to have there. Oh, yeah, he's yeah, so yeah. good. He's And he's also so sensitive. He's like, well, what? how are you feeling? Okay, that's legitimate. I just love that he'll mm. listen to Lewis, and Lewis knows, like, how much he can push and is so good with Alan. And so I walk around the block, and I see other parents dropping off their kids at school, and then I start crying. <laughs> Like, I, I'm like, that right. dad. They see right. a dad with, like, holding his chihuahua, this, like, big, tough dad holding a little chihuahua, sobbing because his mm-hmm. daughter's going to school that hasn't been for, in two years. Like, they're hugging each other. They're crying. And I am just a weeping mess. Oh, my gosh. A- and Honestly, then I come home, and I'm like, well, <laughs> let's start I can't today. even... I'm going to think about that later and cry like in the shower just and I don't even have children. I don't even like it's my parents. So I'm just going to be like, Ugh, it yeah, is so yeah. sweet. Thank you for letting me share. Of course. I no, I love it. I, I absolutely love it. Love it. Um, and also your son is a little scammer and mm-hmm. that makes me feel joy. We're so, so. proud of him. We're yeah, so proud of him. Be. We're proud of our patrons. We're proud of everyone. Yeah. Okay. But guys, this is a mailbag episode. Ooh. Mailbag. Get the mail out. Get the get bag the of mail. mail out. Do you want right? to? Because you get physical mail. <laughs> we get physical. <laughs> I know. I wish. <laughs> okay. And we, do we have any scam wow voicemails? We do. Do you want to do those first? Let's do them. Okay. I am going to play one of our uh, voicemails. Um, Caitlin. I just wanted to let you know that um, I am a rugby player in Pittsburgh, and today um, one of the ladies on my rugby team, Go Pittsburgh Force Rugby, uh, told me that she almost got scammed. Uh, So here is what happened. Um, The girl that let us all know this is our treasurer. So she kind of handles all of our dues and our money and, you know, the stuff the treasurers would do. And she got a phone call today by somebody who says that they are the president of Midwest Rugby. So she thinks for a second, you know, why might the president of Midwest Rugby be calling our team? And she thinks, you know, the men's team has a match tomorrow. Maybe there was something, you know, wrong with getting them. It's called SIPT. They're, like, insured to play the game. And so she reserves a private room to call this guy and figure out what's going on, you know, see what she could do to help him. And then I'm sure you know what happens. She asks for iTunes gift cards to give his gifts to the board member. And, you know, thank goodness our treasurer is a smart lady. She did not give him the gift cards. But, like, damn, that is a very specific grift. These gift card grifters are getting specific and crafty, and they are doing their research um, if you need to reach me on social media for whatever reason, uh, my Instagram is dumpster, D-U-M-P-S-T-E-R underscore, and then fire with a Y, like Firefest, because, you know, Firefest was a great fucking scam. So um, I love you, Caitlin. Love the show. Uh, you are doing great on your own. It is wonderful. You know, stay scheming. <gasps> That's so nice. 
Grace, thank you so much. So sweet. So, so nice. sweet. I really needed the reinforcement. <laughs> like, oh, I hope she likes me. Uh, oh my God. First of all, thank you for the kindest voicemail. Love it. And second of all, hell yeah, you're a girls rugby team player. Oh my God. That's so powerful. badass. She said so that and I was powerful. like, be my friend. Tell me your <laughs> secrets. <laughs> Come drop my kid off at school with me every day. I want to yeah. know. Protect me. Can't protect me carry me. things. <laughs> oh, you're so cool. And then she's right. This scam is so specific. And yeah. that's what happened. I think I shared that's what happened to me when someone... So they had a speaking gig for me about BRCA right, and breast right. cancer and prevention. Right, and they looked at your uh, website and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. And you know what? I get it because here, when all of these scams first started, there was sort of this generic research about, sure. with Abby Holland's episode, impersonating a government official and everything. Right, well, right. With just a little info about just you. Just a little bit. Yeah. Here's the thing, guys. They they do. They have incredible internet access now. You can access anything. Yeah. So 15 people get paid very cheaply to just research you. It's this also feels cool. like like when you research an, uh, somebody you matched with on Tinder, right? <laughs> I thought you were going to say an ex. And I'm like, yeah. And then you find out what they're doing. <laughs> or an ex or anything. Yeah. Or an ex or even like people who like post anti-vax stuff and then the internet like hunts down where they work. Like, yes. like there's so much on the internet. People could truly pose as your boss, your mom. Like there's enough information that they could just create a very specific lie. And there's exactly. And there's so many available email addresses now. Like you can mm -hmm. create. There's so many servers. There's it used to just be like AOL and Yahoo. And now there's all these different Gmails. Like there's all these different tiny hosting sites. And I'm sure they could they can create their own secret email. It's it's terrifying. Katie, I use a software when I'm editing that can recreate people's voices. <gasps> so like if you no, miss say a word, don't. yes, That's if you insane. miss say a word, I can go in. It's not perfect, but hey. it's on its way. Oh, and so like if God. you were to say, you know, Sarah, when someone's name is Savannah, I can go in and type in Savannah and it'll take <gasps> all the audio of you and kind of read. So what I'm saying is, is that the deep fakes, what? like someone could call you pretending to be if they had enough audio. This is incredible. Specifically for podcasters, be careful because someone could steal your voice. Wow. It's all my life is out there. They can steal my voice, my husband's voice, my yes. son's voice. I could, pers me personally, I could steal your voice and pretend to be you, like, from now you on. You can impersonate me at any time. <laughs> but oh, yeah, no, no, that's, it is, it makes me think that, like, you know, like in movies when there's shapeshifters or stuff, you should yes. be asking people online, like, something that only they would know. You know, like That's when your boss incredible. reaches out to you, like, how drunk did you get three years ago at the Christmas party? Like, but you know what? I've also probably shared that on this podcast because I'm so comfortable and love well, you listeners so much. But I feel like you're ready to get scammed at any moment. Like, you're fine with it. But for other people. <laughs> oh, I have an exciting painting update. Oh, Sorry. OK. Oh, no, I tell us. So I did go on. Speaking of like knowing everything, I went on to yeah. Reddit about... Mm -hmm. The painting that I thought was like worthless, it turns yeah. out the kings and queens of Reddit, um, you can find us on ScamWow on Reddit, they found out for me that the painting's actually worth 200 to $800. Holy shit. And then I have another one that's worth up to $2,000. So oh when my Lewis, God. I know, when Lewis is in more school, things are more stable, I'm going to then sell these online and see what I can get them for. But I am yeah. so thrilled that my luck turned around because I put a screenshot of the signature on Reddit and then Reddit masters found 
found the matching paintings. And apparently it was a painting that was in a bunch of funeral homes in the Midwest. And they go for a lot of money. Wow. (laughs) And I'm like, hey, if this sad death painting that I was scammed by is valuable, I I, first of all, I feel legitimized. Yeah. um, Yeah. And I feel, you know, smart in a tiny sense. And second of all, I want that money, money. You know, because we're losing all of our Patreon patrons anyway. So I got to get it somehow. (laughs) Honestly, Katie, I might buy it from you because (gasps) I'm getting a house at some point and we've been going antiquing and buying art. And there's something about a painting that was once in a funeral home that really gets me. Also, I've licked it, Kate, which is bizarre. (laughs) (laughs) What? Okay. Okay, this is gross. And maybe I shouldn't say this on the podcast. Were you like testing the paint quality? No. <laughs> it has my spit all over it. And the reason is... Did you want it to smell like a hot dog? No. Is that... <laughs> <laughs> the healing powers of garlic have been... Mm. No. So, okay, so I watched the show <laughs> on Netflix called... It's like Tiny Tinkerers Artists Making uh-huh. Craft Things. It comes on right after Great British Bake Off. And it's it's called like the Great Artisan Something. Sure. Okay. Yes. They have furniture restorers. They have art restorers. Right. They have painting restorers. Everything. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. And yes. They're all so nice. And, they, and they're this so big nice. Barn. And everyone cries when they see their new, their teddy bear restored. So the number one thing they said to clean paintings is saliva. And that saliva, if you put it on a Q-tip, now you don't like keep reinserting, you don't double dip, but you put it on a Q-tip and you rub off on the painting. Katie, did you use a a Q-tip? I did use a Q-tip. I didn't just like lick the painting. Oh, okay. (laughs) Just like... (laughs) But you know, it depends on the day. That's different. I think that's fine. I think that's completely fine. So I did use my saliva to clean it off. And because the painting had like this yellowy tinge to it that wasn't natural. It was because of the patina of time and then also, I think, cigarette smoke. So they said mm. that um, if you you basically spit into a cup and you use a bunch of Q-tips and then you clean it off. And I painstakingly cleaned this entire painting with my spit. And it did make the blues bluer and made things brighter. And a lot of dirt came off. I do think you need to charge more now that your <laughs> DNA is on it. <laughs> oh, my God, Kate. <laughs> I have DNA all over some painting I'm going to sell. My voice is all over this podcast. Yeah. Just create my robot already. <laughs> just create my robot. She's got to be hot. Okay, I'm going to buy the painting from you, and then I'm just going to make an old... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make my bot. Why yeah. not? Yeah. Uh, okay. That's great. So, yeah. So, painting update. It's disgusting, but also worth more. <laughs> it's worth more, honestly. Yeah. But I hope nobody listens to this podcast and then goes, oh, we're going to take a couple hundred off. But I basically restored it Absolutely myself. Not. You can it more. People sell their pubes online. I think totally oh, it makes right. it worth more. It makes it absolutely worth more. Maybe not in a way that you like, <laughs> but it makes it worth more. More so. DNA is more value. I Correct. Mean, really, this this podcast, I'm just constantly setting myself up to get horribly <laughs> scanned and impersonated. You're asking horribly. for it at this point. And you know what? We'll record it when that day comes. We'll record yeah. it. Yeah. You're just looking for content is what it is. <laughs> really, guys, this is what this, this new generation is just all about content. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. So okay. <laughs> this, uh, this episode's gone off the rails and I'm thrilled. Um, okay. Do you want to do the next voicemail? Okay. Hi. This message is for Scam Wow. Just listen to the um, catfishing episode. Loved it. And it made me remember a really useful resource for getting all of your public information off of the internet. Um, And I actually uh, heard it on the Reply All podcast. Maybe you want to mention that or maybe not. 
But um, a super useful PDF. It takes time to actually do it, but it's worth it. Um, you can find a free workbook that will guide you through all the steps. It's at intelltechniques.com slash data slash workbook.pdf. Devote a weekend to it, knock it out, and you'll feel so much better. Thanks for the great pod. Uh, Thank you so much. So useful. What a helpful call. I am dying to hear everybody's catfish responses. I talked to Brandon, my neighbor, and I was like, yeah, I was like, what did you think about Stasha? Like, what? I want to know. I'm obsessed with that episode and I want to know what everyone thinks. So thank you for this call. While you were recording that episode, I went to the website she was talking about to see if I could make some extra cash being a <laughs> Kate, catfish. you can. Because I feel like I'd be really good at it because nothing grosses me out. She, the things she was unwilling to do, I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll get paid for that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> pretend I'm sticking a fork up your nose. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) It's text. Who cares? cares? Well, yeah. But I I mean, it was so interesting how you never think of the side of the catfisher and like similar to the people that are doing all this work impersonating, like, are they having their own emotional turmoil and struggle because they just need to make money and then they have to be this person that they're not? It's it's shocking. And then I was going to say, too, I went on the website, too, and I wanted Stasia to make way more money than she made. I yeah I agree. That was the scam. She didn't make any money. That's the scam. The scam is that this is a business model. <laughs> yeah, this is like I wish it was an MLM. She would have made more money on that. She would have made more like boxes of soap she had to give out or something. Like this yeah. was so much of her time. So many mm-hmm. text and like letters that she had to provide per page per paragraph, and she made no money on it. And I wanted her to yeah. make more money, especially since she's still thinking about it. You know. Justice for Stasha. She needs more justice money. For, justice for the catfish who need to be paid more. Yeah, catfish need to be paid more. I'm going to go with that stance forever. That's the yes. hell I die on. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> need to be paid more. Sounds like a call to be like, my grandmother was catfish to the end of her. I know catfish is sad, but I also. Know. I know. They, t- they scam a lot of thousands of dollars. I know. I know. I know. But, Stasha was very nice. She was so nice. She was a nice person and she deserves more money. The generosity and openness that she... Mm-hmm. Guys, if you haven't heard the episode yet, I just couldn't... I was most proud because we, we get guests here, as you've heard. We get incredible guests ourselves. We're very much open books. But when a guest is an open book in such a way and so kind and vulnerable, I was like, this is gold because no mm-hmm. one hears of it from this side. No one hears this side of the story. Correct. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she was lovely. Yeah. She, she should come back and talk yeah. more about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Hi there. This is producer Kate here at the end of the episode uh, saying thank you for listening and we loved having you and good news because this episode was on the shorter side because we had a lot of emails and messages to go through. So we made a two-parter, something we love to do here at ScamWow and we're releasing part two tomorrow. Why, Kate? Why are we losing part two tomorrow? Well, I'm still editing it. Uh, But the good news is you got this one. You got to catch up with us and you got to listen to a few voicemails from our incredible fans, um, you guys. And tomorrow you'll get to listen to some Instagram messages and emails that Katie and I go through together. You'll note in part two that I still have sick voice as I did in this one. Um, Apologies if you listen to my sniffles. Obviously, I'm feeling better. So if you want to Instagram scam wow 
podcast or email us at scamwowpodcast at gmail.com and say, mm, producer Kate, get well soon. Or, hey, Katie, hope you made some friends at, with your new preschool parent buddies. Uh, you can do that. If you want to be mean, you can go ahead and write that down on a piece of paper and mail it to the trash can. Uh, and also, if you want to leave us a review, that would be incredible. You can do that on uh, Apple Podcasts. We've got a couple new really fun reviews that we're going to read out in future episodes and say a big thank you. So if you have a funny username that, like, I don't know, Scamtastic Dracula, go ahead and do that. Uh, and we thank you very much for listening, and we'll see you next week technically tomorrow and then next week. Goodbye. Anna Sheridan, New York Times bestselling author of Supernatural Horror, missing for nearly six months now. That's not possible. Given the circumstances of her disappearance, someone with a more vivid imagination might decide she'd pierce the veil, so to speak. Weak radio signal. 700 meters. Closing fast. There's no place for ghost stories and close encounters in this investigation, or any other. I need you to find me. Of course. What else would it be? The Sheridan Tapes, a serialized horror mystery podcast. Stream the complete series today on Realm and on all podcasting platforms.